God so good to us. So thankful for him this morning. And you can be seated this morning. I'm going to, um, I've, I've felt for a, a few weeks um, this, uh, that I would be teaching or preaching on this, this in this vein anyway. And just, um, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and, uh, and, and it kind of spurred it in a lot of the reading I've done lately has uh, emphasized this topic and then uh, even at conference a lot was said about this topic so uh, I'm gonna uh, just um, read uh, Ephesians 4 16 you just stay stated uh, but Paul wrote here to the church and we're gonna go back and look at this again in a minute but he said from whom speaking of Christ the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. According to the effectual working in the measure of every part, it maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself. That's a very key phrase, edifying of itself in love. And so I'm going to talk about wellness for the body this morning. And uh, let's just pray for the lesson this morning. Lord, we love you and thank you. Lord, for your word, for the many benefits you load us with daily, and Lord, for mercy and grace that's new every morning, we just thank you. And Lord, today open our hearts and our minds to hear what you would say to the church. God, let us be led by your spirit, and we're going to praise you for these things in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being in Sunday school this morning. Let me read something to you just in... Uh, it's going to be, you're going to be like, what is he reading? But just just listen uh, to some things here. Wound healing is classically divided into four stages. Hemostasis, inflammation, proliferation, and remodeling. And each stage is characterized by key molecular and cellular events and is coordinated by a host of secreted factors that are recognized and released by the cells of the wounding response. Another uh, paragraph here, the body's ability to heal itself naturally is actually not a new thing. A fractured bone will regrow and heal the break. If you cut yourself shaving, the skin will heal. And there are many examples of our body's innate ability to heal injuries. Cells have the ability to heal themselves as well as make new cells that replace those that have been permanently damaged or destroyed. Even when a large number of cells are destroyed, the surrounding cells replicate to make new cells and thereby quickly replacing the cells that were destroyed. The platelets in blood release growth factors, proteins promote tissue repair, while the plasma carries the hormones, electrolytes, and nutrients required to nourish cells during the healing process. The immune system's job, defend against disease causing, micro, defend against disease causing microorganisms. Its goal is to keep us healthy. The immune system is a vast and complex, interconnected network of many different organs, cells, proteins that work together to protect the body from illness. A healthy immune system can defeat invading disease, causing germs or pathogens such as bacteria, viruses, parasites, as well as cancer cells while protecting healthy tissue. So... What I just read was uh, facts, medical facts, I guess you could say, about uh, the human body, the thing that uh, God designed. The, it's incredible what the human body does, 
And yet we shouldn't be so shocked at it because we are made in his image. If you've ever wondered why men, uh, humans, are so good at creating or making, building, I mean, everything they do, I mean, it's, it's amazing that, that the knowledge, the technology, the things that a human mind, that, you know, there's some people that I can't even comprehend the things that come out of their mind, but that's uh, the design of God. God designed us like that uh, in his image, and so we can do that, but uh, for this uh, day and for this subject, for this lesson, we're talking about uh, this body and that uh, it's uh, ability to heal itself is incredible, uh, that it can fight off infection and viruses and do those kind of things. Uh, we've all done it. You've, you've maybe like we read, maybe got a cut or a nick and, and things go to work immediately in your body that you can't see, don't even know, but it works to heal that wound, heal that cut. Uh, if you break a bone, like as it said, the bone, when it is set, it will begin to grow new bone and it will heal itself. Even um, the, the liver, I, I think I've got the right organ, the liver uh, at time can regenerate. And so uh, God designed the natural body to make itself well so it can continue living. If uh, you can't do that, you are not going to have a very long life. Uh, if this ability to, to heal and self-heal and, and get well is compromised, well, then our quality of life goes down and our lifespan will be shortened. That's just how it's going to be. And so when I think about this, there's many places in Scripture we talk about the body. The body is mentioned many times, but also we are the body. We are the body, we are the church, we are the bride. And God did not just design this natural, fleshly, human body uh, with the ability to heal itself, be well, and then continue living. He designed his body, the church, with the same ability. Hello. <laughs> if there's something I think that, uh, especially in this modern age that we miss and that people don't understand is that God put this body together and he designed it. And this body has within itself, God has given things and put things within this church. You have to remember we're in this body by one spirit. And so that's, uh, that's key. We'll talk about that again in, in a little bit. But we're in this body by one spirit. What this body is made up of, it has the ability to heal itself. If you see a church that has continued for any length of time, it's because they have recognized one great gift from the Lord, and it's this, is that the body has the ability to heal itself from within. Because we're going to be uh, people that are, are different in opinions sometimes. We're going to vote different sometimes. We're going to have all kind of differences. We're, not, we're all unified in one body, but we're not all the same. We don't have the same personalities. Sometimes personalities will clash. And sometimes even in our body, within ourselves, we will get injured. We will get hurt. We'll have hurt feelings. Things like that happen. But when a person realizes that uh, God did not call me to, uh, to jump from body to body when something goes wrong, when uh, you're injured in your natural body, you're, you, you break a finger, it doesn't leave your body and say, I'm going somewhere else. You get a headache and your head doesn't, you don't wake up in the morning and your head's gone. How did I get on this body? You, you know, it's, it doesn't happen like that. And God did not design us to uh, come into the, uh, the body 
And even as we have congregations and things like that, we know that the church is the people, not the building, but uh, the congregation that you are in is important. And when God calls you to a body, he does not call you in a body to, to exit every time there's a little mishap. He has designed this body with the things it needs to heal itself from within. And if we would realize that, churches, there wouldn't be church splits because people would realize there's forgiveness and there's mercy and there's grace and there's love and there's compassion and there's things that God has put inside of us that we can heal in this place. I've been reading a, a book by Brother Gleason and, and the opening statement of the introduction uh, really got me. He said, anybody can love the perfect church. He said, the job is to love the real church. And he said, if you find the perfect church, don't go because you'll mess it up. And he said, but the job is to love the real church, the church that's full of people who are flesh and blood and make mistakes and have bad days and say things they wish they hadn't said, do things that they shouldn't have done. And that's why God said, hey, forgiveness is part of the body and mercy is part of the body and compassion is part of the body. And, and if you that are spiritual, when you see somebody in a fault, restore such a one. He put healing agents in the body. And God did that for us. And so uh, if God did not just design, he didn't just design this body, this natural body that you can touch and feel uh, with the ability for it to heal. But his body has the ability. There should never be a reason. We've said it for you. There's never a reason. Oh, I've seen people leave places that God called them to. They were used. They were working. They were doing But they got, you know, something went sideways. They got, they got hurt. They got distracted. They made a mistake. Whatever it was. And instead of giving mercy and grace and forgiveness an opportunity to work, they just left. That's like uh, you getting sick and you know Hey, if you take this antibiotic, you're going to get well. But if you don't take it, you're going to die. And you go, nope, I got sick, and I'm just not taking anything. Okay, or the doctor says, if you don't let me uh, put this stent in, or whatever it is, this operation, if you don't let me do something, then uh, you're going to die. Well, I guess I'll just die because that's just, uh, I, my heart's going bad, so whatever. I'm mad at my heart, so I'm just going to die. But you don't have to. You know, in the Lord, even one place asked his people, Israel, he said, you've got a God. He said, so why will you die? You've got a God that will forgive you and a God that will love you. And he was telling them, just turn. Repentance is part of keeping a healthy body. Uh, yeah, forgiveness is part of keeping a healthy body. Mercy and grace and compassion, that's part of keeping a healthy body. Hey, folks, guess what? I'm flesh and blood, too. Your pastor ain't perfect. And I might say something sometimes, you think, I'll pastor. Well, don't leave. Talk to me. I never, I never intentionally hurt nobody, but I'm sure I have unintentionally hurt many people because sometimes when you speak the truth, it hurts. But, you know, you do it out of love and you do it out of concern and you do it out of where God's called you from. And, and instead of, pastor said, I, that's, well, sometimes people have misquoted me or misunderstood me and, and went away said, and called me later and said, I left because you said, that's not what I said. Did you hear the rest of the lesson? Did you hear the rest of it? Did you know? But you heard one thing and you're already in your fields and boom, it got you. And that's for all of us. God wants wellness for the body. We, we can't 
do the work of the kingdom if we're jumping here and jumping there and moving here and moving there and walking out and quitting and throwing in the towel just because something's not exactly perfect in our congregation or, in, or even in our body as a whole because bodies will get sick. It happens. It's going to happen. And so God, he designed his body, the church, with these abilities. The Bible says that God will supply all of our need. And we think, that's right, he's going to give me a job. He's going to give me a car. He's going to give me a spouse. You know, we, we, we think about all that. But sometimes we need healing. Sometimes we need forgiveness. Sometimes we need correction. And, and you see, we think about what I need, and we're like, but it's most, mostly what we think we need is what we want. We confuse our needs with our wants. And God said, I'll supply all of your need. And when you need correcting, the Bible says, whom the Lord loves, he chastens. That's how he keeps people in the body. Because one man said, before I was afflicted by God, I went astray. Before God got a hold of me and, and straightened me out, I just, I would run off. But now, I'm going to stay. I'm going to heal. I'm going to stay here and heal because this is where God called me to. And I might be crying now and I might be hurt right now, but I'm not going to leave a place that God called me to be just because somebody offended me or, or I found out they voted different than I did. So I'm not going there. I'm not sitting there. You know, they voted different than I did or, or they don't like you know, the Bulldogs or you know, whatever it is you, that, that you know, rocks your world. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's up to you. But, but God will supply all of our needs. The Bible says he's the great physician. And so he said, I, I came, uh, they, those that are whole, they don't need a physician. But he said, they, they are not whole. And sometimes the body is just not whole. Sometimes we're sick. We've got things going on. We have things that happen, things that go on. And, you know, you, you can have a, uh, some, sometimes you use know, churches, that they may have some kind of scandal went on. And uh, the saints, are, they don't know what to do now. Because they, they, they have believed in this and believed in that. And all of a sudden something happened. And now people are leaving and going here and going there. But what if they just stayed and got well? What if they just stayed and got better? What if they just decided, you know what? Uh, this is my church. And oh, this, this hurts. And ah, this is hard. But this is my church. And, and this is where God called me. And so I'm going to start showing some compassion. And I'm just going to have some mercy. And I'm just going to have some grace. And, and I'm, I'm going to uh, do those things and see if I can't be an agent of healing in my body. You know, the body is full of healing agents. I, I want to be one of those healing agents. Uh, I, I don't want to be one of them viruses getting kicked out. I don't want to be a plague. I, I want to be uh, one of those... Uh, Blood cells, one of them, uh, that blood, we're bought with the blood. I want that healing agent. I want to be that, that plasma. I want to be uh, that cell that's replicating and, and, and helping others. I, I, I want to make people better. And so it, it, all of it, you know, we all need those things. We need that. And so Paul, the, the book of Ephesians, and, I, and I'm going to go in lessons throughout the next several weeks uh, on just some things that are specifically healing agents for the church. But today we're establishing the foundation that, that, that the body has that ability. And in the book of Ephesians, even past uh, in Ephesians 4, when we keep reading, you'll see things where he's talking about how we should behave one toward another, which are healing factors. 
So he says again, I'm going to read this in the King James again first, Ephesians 4.16, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Now the New Living Translation, I, I don't know if you could, were you able to find that, sis? Look at that, yeah. Now I like this because it, it's a little easier to understand what he's saying. He makes the whole body, Christ does, fit together perfectly as each part, as us, each part will do its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. If we would realize that when God called us out of darkness and when he washed us in his blood and filled us with his spirit, that he didn't just set us in a, in a building, but he set us in a body. And each part, will you put that scripture back up for me, sis? And each part, it, it does its own special work. Don't ever think, hey, if you're part of the body, you've got a special work. You know, think, well, well I'm just a, I must just be a toenail. You know what? Rip your toenail off and see what you think about it. You know? Uh, just think if you didn't have that on there when you dropped something on it. See, now, yeah, thank you. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter where you think you see yourself in this body. In this body, you are never an oversight. He said every body, every part of this body has its own special work. And it helps other parts grow. And, and it keeps it healthy and growing and full of love. Son, talk to me. I'm telling you, full of love. Paul had written to the Corinthian church. He said, there's so many things going on. Man, he was getting on them in 1 Corinthians. But he, he started off in, in 1 Corinthians 13. He said, but, he said man, there's a better way. Uh, and, and he began talking to them about, about love. And, and I'm going to read some of that in a minute. But I want to I read you a portion right quick before I miss this because I, I wanted to uh, read this right after I read that. This is a, a, just an excerpt from Brother Gleason's book. And I want you to, to hear what he said right here. This was so powerful to me. He said, I'm wondering what would happen if church leaders would focus on church wellness and not church growth. He said, if their church offered wellness as its product instead of promotions, programs, prosperity, and popularity, if they spent less time on bigness and more on wellness, if every leader's home was well, if every marriage in leadership was well, if every ministry leader was well, and every department was highly functional but not in a hyperactive way, what would happen if we focused on wellness instead of bigness. You know, you know what happens when you're not well? You don't grow. But when you, when you are well, you do grow. And if the church is well, it'll grow. We shouldn't be focused on the wrong thing. We need to focus on what's important. We need to focus on what matters. And we need to focus on wellness and getting ourselves well. 
and keeping our body well and keeping our ministries well and keeping the body well because God wants us to be well. Hello, that's good stuff, man. We need to be well. Wellness for the body. That's when I said I had a conversation with someone a little bit ago and we were talking about things and uh, there, you know, and I know people have been in churches where things were not well. And if leadership is not well, the body's going to suffer. It's just a fact. And, uh, you know, but when the body's well, well, it just flows down. And so Paul said, when he, when he said that the body would edify itself in love, we're going to, you know, we're, we're, we know we're supposed to edify others. And we do that. We know that's through love. But what about loving ourselves? We're like, we've got to reach out. We've got to love our community and love the lost and love the sinners, love them right into the truth. Okay. Well, why don't we just love each other into staying? <laughs> why don't we just love each other back to health? Why don't we love each other back to being better? Why don't we love each other into truth? And love each other into sticking around and, 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 and doing what we were called to do. Yes. What about that? That's what love will do. Because if, if we have that love of God, Paul wrote it in 1 Corinthians 13 and uh, uh, verses 5 through 8 here. He says, uh, or 4 actually I think where I'm at. 1 Corinthians 13 and 4. He said, charity which that is love, which the word in the Greek is actually agape. That's God's love. And so when we have that love of God in us, that charity, it suffers long and, it, and it's kind. Man, that's, that's wellness. Charity envieth not. It don't get upset or jealous about, well, I didn't get to sing today and so I'm just going to leave, or I didn't get spoke to the, you know, it's, it, it envieth not. Charity does not uh, vaunt itself. It's not, it's not puffed up. It's, it's not self-righteous and egotistical. It, uh, charity does not behave itself unseemly. It does not seek her own. It's not easily provoked, and it thinketh no evil. It rejoiceth not in iniquity, but it rejoices in truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Charity never fails. Woo! You say, I'm telling you, there's not a reason. There is never a reason for a church to fold. Because God gave us what we need to be well. It's just the application that's missing. It's there. What, he, what we need is here. What the church needs to stay whole and to stay well and to stay together, it's here. He doesn't want any uh, divisions in the body. Uh, you know, and, and people think, well, uh, the one way to go is make it better is just leave. Oh, the, the better way to, to, to make it better is to reconcile. Yeah, and to forgive. Yeah, yeah. you know, there, there's people... That have had a, a, like a leg, had to have a leg amputated. And for a period of time after that, they can still feel that. They, I, I still feel my toes. I mean, your foot, it ain't, it's not there, but I still feel it. And they think that they're going to just stop feeling because they cut themselves off. But you ain't nothing more miserable than I could feel that foot but not see it. How miserable it would be to feel the pain and all that, but it's not even there. 
Now, after a while, that goes away, and that's scary. If you stay disconnected too long, that feeling goes away. And what they normally do is they get an artificial limb. And it might get them around, but it ain't part of the body. For us, we don't have to be amputated. Oh, no. We don't have to be disconnected. God gave us what we need in the body to be well. He gave us everything we need in this body. This body can fight off stuff. You can eat things that are good for you that will make your body heal and be healthy. It's God-given, created stuff that you can eat and take and do. And it'll make you well. It'll heal your body. God designed it that way. Well, there's things in this book right here that if we applied it, we would be well. Oh, there's a bomb, all right. It ain't just in Gilead. There's a bomb today. There's a bomb today. A healing ointment today. There's an anointing today that destroys the yoke. And it's a, it destroys that yoke of, of spiritual sickness and spiritual offense and all the things that tie us up and cause us to stay spiritually unhealthy. Oh, friend, I'm telling you, this body can be whole. He asked people all the time. He, he was the healer. And he said, will you be made whole? And, and he, they would make them whole and he would heal them completely. Man, rise up and walk. They didn't get up limping, but they were leaping and dancing because he said, I'll make you whole. And this body, this bride, this church has everything it needs inside of it to be well. Oh, I'm going to go find me a, a, a better. Your church will be better if you'll read and pray and apply what it says. You'll never get any uh, prescription from a pharmacist or a doctor older than it'll have directions on how to take it. Take one a day. Well, if one a day works, I'll take ten. You're dead. Oh, if one works, uh, there's a reason he said one a day. Because more than one, it'll shut your kidneys down or it'll hurt an organ. It'll do something to you. It'll, it'll impair you or it can kill you. But one a day is the right dose. And it'll heal you. It'll make you feel better. And friend, I'm telling you that if we would take it, if we would look and see what the physician has prescribed and take it the way he prescribed it, Woo, we're going to get better. We're going to be well. We're going to be whole. Because that's the way God designed the body. He said every part helps. the Each part does its own special work. And it helps the other parts grow. Mm. In 1 Corinthians 12. Uh, and I'm just going to be reading here. Because I'm going to, I'm going to uh, get through here uh, quickly today. 1 Corinthians 12, 14. He said, For the body is not one member, but many. There are parts, not part. Don't ever think that the church is run by one person, because it ain't. Don't ever think you can be one person that can run a whole church. It don't happen. And even in the body that you're looking at, it can see there are parts you cannot see that are vital. You can't see my heart, but, but if I don't have it, you've, you're going to be visiting me lying down somewhere because I'm dead. Listen, and so uh, 
parts, many parts, and you may feel like I'm the unseen part. That's okay. There's some people that don't like to be seen. They just like to be a part. That's all right. There's some people that I don't have to hold a microphone. I don't have to be in the front. I don't have to be up there where everybody's looking at me. That's okay. Because there's some parts that you don't see. Hey, you, you ever seen your pancreas? I hope not. You ever seen your lungs? I hope not. Unless it was on an x-ray. But I, I hope you've never. There's a lot of parts that are hidden that you got to have. Or the quality of life is shot or you're gone. Got to have them. Got to be there. You don't see the veins. You don't see the blood vessels uh, everywhere. You don't see the muscle. There's skin covered. God put those important parts. He covered them up because they're important. He put that rib cage around them because they got to be protected. So sometimes you think, well, I'm just a hidden part. But you're vital. We got to be healthy. The hidden parts got to be healthy too. We can't just build muscles so everybody can see our muscles. So what? If your heart's bad, that don't mean nothing. We got to be healthy. Inside and outside. And so he said, if the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not of the body. He said, well, is it not therefore the body? My hand could talk. Hey, I don't, I'm not of this body. Uh, you are. You're connected. I see you. You're right here. It's there. If the ear says, because I'm not the eye, I'm not the body, is it therefore not of the body? We can't be what we're not, but be what we are. If the whole body were an eye, then how would you hear? If the whole body wasn't... Uh, if the whole were hearing, then where's the smelling? So God has set the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him. Oh, I want to be, in other words, according to his will. I want to be in the will of God. Then be where he set you. Hear me. Hear what I'm saying. He said, I set you here. I've had people, they, they come in and say, well, uh, God sent me here. All right. Then let's get busy. <laughs> Because if God set you here, he put you where it pleased him. And if that's pleasing for you to be in that body, then it seems to me it would be unpleasing to leave that body. But now God has said every member of the body as it pleased him. And if they were all one member, where's the body? But now they are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. And the head can't say to the feet, I have no need of you. Don't you ever tell nobody in this church you don't have need of them. Don't you ever tell another person seeking the Lord, I don't, we ain't got no need of you here. What? Hello, God set them as it pleased him. Thank you, Lord. He said, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God has tempered the body together. Giving more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there should be no uh, schism or division in the body, but that the members, here it is, but that the members should have the same care one for another. The members should care. We should care. This is how we heal, this is how we protect, this is how we continue living. We should care for one another. And whether one member suffer, all members suffer with it. You know how that is. You ever banged your shin on a trailer hitch? Your whole body feels it. Yeah. You ever stumped your toe in the middle of the night on the coffee table? 
barefooted. Old toe just went completely sideways. Your whole body feels it. I've hit my head before. I was working in the attic one time. I was walking down a walkboard, and I had a hat on, so my bill was like this, so I couldn't see. And they had put a cross thing beam right there, but I'm just booking it. Caught it right there. Like to knock me out, split my head right there. And I'm going to tell you, if I'd have had a stick of dynamite, I'd have blew that house up. <laughs> I was instantly furious. I was so mad. I just want, I wanted to break something. I was like, this is not my house. I can't tear this house up. I was so furious. But I felt it from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. And I was dizzy. I was nauseous. The whole body felt it. And that's the way it's supposed to be. There are people who are born empaths. They feel what other feelings. I'm married to one. Born empaths. But the Bible constrains us to be empaths. To be empathetic. Romans said to rejoice with them that rejoice and to weep with them that weep. And he said the whole body is supposed to be caring for one another and if the one member is suffering, all members suffer with it. If one member is honored, all members now rejoice with it. You are the body of Christ and members in particular. We're members in particular. God set us there. And so I want to be a healing agent for the body. I, I understand. I, I say this as a pastor, and, and because uh, I, I'm pastor, you know, under shepherd of the Lord, I'm I'm, a, I'm watching over God's flock the best I can, and so I'm I'm, I'm telling this to the church body so that I, we can be good. Because when we get away from the body, we're, we're in trouble. We're not supposed to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, and we think that's just because it's the end times. But uh, man, that should be any time. When they wrote that, the end times wasn't coming yet. But we should never forsake the assembling of ourselves together because we are better together. Because every part helps the other part. And if we're not there, we're missing out on somebody helping us or we're missing out on helping somebody. Because you think, well, I'm just going to go. Well, you know what? You're taking whatever healing agent you had with you. And your ministry and your word and the things, your faith and the things you could supply, you just took it with you. And what if somebody misses out because you left out? The body has the ability to heal itself. We can be well. Nobody ever wants to be sick. And sometimes sickness lasts a little while. Sometimes it's a 24-hour thing, and boom, it's gone. Sometimes it takes a while. My mom was in a wreck a little over five weeks ago, but... Those bones are healing. You know what? Who didn't do anything? The doctors. It's, it's the ribs. You can't do nothing. They told her, here's what we suggest you do. But you know how her body is healing? It's healing itself. The bones are healing itself. You know why? God designed it like that. And she would tell you, I, no, yeah, five weeks ago I was feeling better than this. Or a little over five weeks ago I was feeling better than this. But I'm better than I was five weeks ago. I'm getting better slowly. I'm getting there. And so we realize that sometimes there's going to be things that will make us sick. There's going to be things that will happen uh, because we're, we're knit together and we're close together. And when something happens in a congregation, we all feel it. 
And sometimes it's great things. I mean, you know, we have, man, we got people around here just getting engaged at the drop of a hat, man. It's just, every time I turn around, somebody else is engaged. We go out of town Monday night, JT proposed to Christina, boom. And so we rejoice with that. We're happy for them. I'm super happy for them. That's, that's awesome. All these couples that are engaged, praise God, I, I love it. We love these things and we rejoice with them. We congratulate them. We, we just love on them. But then what happens when something awful happens to somebody? We rally around them. We pray for them. We love them. We, we offer them words of encouragement. We comfort them. We don't say, oh, I'm sorry you got sick, but uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to, there ain't no more leper colonies. You can't be putting people off somewhere. So you, you, all y'all with problems, whew, the whole side of the church be full because everybody's got problems. If, if we start stuff like that, everybody has to go. But there's healing properties in Egypt in the body and, and God designed it like that and so uh, you, listen you don't co- overcome evil with evil you overcome evil with good and there's good in the church God did that for us in, in the book of Ephesians and, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hustling Ephesians 5 uh, all you that's married or about to be married listen up listen up real good Ephesians 5 25 through 32 Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church, gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it, cleanse it by the washing of water, by the word, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot, wrinkle, or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. No man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, even as the Lord the church, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, joined to his wife, they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. And you're like, well, that's, that's Christ and the church. And, and there, but there's two things here. He says, uh, you know, that Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. That's what he did to purchase us. That's it. He did that. But that ain't all he did. Because then it says uh, that no man ever yet hated his own flesh but nourishes and cherishes his flesh we're talking about his wife even as the lord does the church so the lord is currently currently loving his church nourishing his church cherishing his church we say well that was christ no this is christ we are the body of christ Christ is the same yesterday, today, forever, and Christ is in you, the hope of glory. And Paul said, if the Spirit of Christ dwells in you, and we know that after we uh, have the Holy Ghost, after we're filled with the Holy Ghost, we're going to receive power. Power, not just to, to cast out devils, but power to care for one another. Because it's the Spirit of Christ. And now we have the same ability to nourish the church that He has. Because that's what He does. Christ is in you and me. That's hope of glory. And the only hope that the church has is for us to act like Him and nourish each other and cherish each other and lift one another up, bear one another's burdens, be there for each other. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Then, hey, guess what? Let's don't leave each other. Let's don't forsake each other. But let's be there. I understand you can't force nobody to do nothing. Even God can't force you to do what He could, but He won't. But the effort has got to be there. He knew that rich young ruler wasn't going to leave his stuff, but he still still told him, here's what you got to do. 
But he knew he was going to walk away. And so God still reaches for us. And we still got to reach for people no matter what we are actually thinking. We've got to do that. We've got God put it in us. Listen, you can't say you love Jesus and have his spirit in you and then hate or neglect the church, which is his bride. Because Christ gave himself for the church, loves his church, cherishes his church, nourishes his church. He's not bad-mouthing his bride. Yeah, don't, it's amazing to me how people have no fear of just bad-mouthing his bride. You talk about my wife, man, you're going to have problems. I wouldn't be talking about his wife. He don't like that. Listen, those are fleshly actions. But if you're walking in the Spirit, if we're walking in the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. We'll overcome this evil with good. We will nourish each other, cherish each other, lift one another up. I know you can come to the music. I'm, I'm winding down, and I, I'll try to finish with this. It's, like I said, this is the foundational stuff. The Bible says every good and perfect gift is from above. Okay. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Where did it come from? It's a good gift. It's a perfect gift, and we got it. But you know what it is? It's the Spirit of Christ. It's the Spirit that cherishes and nourishes the church. You can stand with me this morning. I'm going to finish up. I'm going to make you stand. That'll make me finish quicker. <laughs> Listen, in the natural, the book of James tells us that the body without the spirit is dead. Okay? Every healing agent of this body is no good. It's there. All the blood, all the, all the cells, everything, it's all here. The immune system, it's all intact. But if my spirit leaves my body, I'm dead. And none of those things can do anything about that. Dead. It's nothing, it, it can't heal nothing, fix nothing, do nothing. It's it. Cut, cut a dead body, it don't heal. Well, if the body without the spirit is dead, what do you think about this body without the spirit is dead. A body without the spirit of Christ, a church body without the spirit of Christ, all the healing agents that are available, they don't work. It's got to be there. It's inevitable. Without, uh, uh, without the, the spirit, then we are flesh run and the flesh is corruptible. The flesh is worldly and it will get us. And I'll finish right here with this. In Galatians 5, 22 and 24, here's, here's how we're going to get better. It says we have the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Those are healing agents for the body. And when we have the Spirit of Christ, we have all these healing agents we can, be, we can love people. We can have joy. We can have peace. We can be long-suffering. We can be gentle. We can be good. And we can have faith, oh, meekness and temperance, all these things. These are, you have all those things working and showing in your life. You're going to be a healing agent for the body. And if all of us will strive to not quench the Spirit, sometimes we think quenching the Spirit is stopping, just stopping a service or something like that. But... But when you act outside of one of those contrary to that fruit, that's quenching the Spirit. 
Yep. I want healing for the body. How about you? I believe we can have healing for the body. How about you? Wellness for our body, for this body, the body of Christ. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and thank you that you have provided the things we need to survive, to be better, to get well, Lord, to overcome. Lord, tonight or today, we just pray that you'll impart that into us, Lord. Let us get this revelation, Lord, that we need to show and have the fruit of the Spirit operating in our life so we can be those healing agents that you've talked about. God, we're going to praise you for it. We're going to be well together. We're going to be well together in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. What a great God. What a great God. I appreciate you being in Sunday school this morning. Let's get ready for this next service. See God do some great things. God bless you.